We're back with Wayne in with Travis Hartman. This is episode 148. That over there is the talent, Travis Hartman, aka Weekend Trav. I am B Money, the producer. Uh, breaking news Weekend Trav. Canelo Alvarez and PBC have mutually parted ways, um, which opens the door up for his opponent around Cinco de Mayo timeframe this year. But that's a lot to unpack right there. Weekend Trav, break that down for us here. Canelo Alvarez, PBC parting ways. Now looking back towards Matchroom, uh, what do you have to say about that? I mean, they say it's mutually parting ways, but it kind of wasn't. It was more so PBC couldn't um, secure the the $35 million that Canelo requires to fight. And then on top of that, they couldn't secure an opponent for Canelo, which made them breach their contract with Canelo. So even though they kind of claim it's mutually parting ways, it's not really. It was more so that PBC... Um, as we all know right now, they've been struggling ratings-wise, money-wise, so they had to let Canelo go, essentially. And with that being said, Canelo is rumored to fight Jaime Munguia, who Weekend Trav said right after the John Ryder fight. But again, it's rumored Mike Coppinger is usually right, but it still hasn't been announced by Canelo or DAZN, or the platform that he fights on. So we don't know. So, so for those following on social media, um, that Michael Benson had posted this, that according to at Chava ESPN, is that uh, Canelo Alvarez uh, has now decided to fight Jaime Munguia uh, on May 4th in Las Vegas. Uh, once again, we hear rumors all the time that end up panning out <sighs> to be nothing. Uh, there was also the rumor several days ago that a $55 million contract was put in place for Canelo to fight Benavidez, which obviously was debunked right away. So it's a matter of sources, I guess. Michael Benson's usually pretty good, and he bets that stuff out. But we shall see. We can trav. Jaime Munguia. Um, hmm. Well, that, the, the PBC stuff, understandable. So they had a weird deal here with Amazon where I don't even know what's going to go on. Who's even going to fight on these cards anymore? And they're still all pay-per-view. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me, PBC-wise. That thing seems to be going down the toilet. But, but... Anytime people say that about PBC, they seem to find their next life and, you know, lifeline and all of a sudden they're still in business. So I don't know. That's a different topic, but let's talk about the potential opponent here, Jaime McGee. We've talked about that as a potential for Canelo coming up at some point down the road. What do you think here? Do you think, um, I don't know, the way that we saw McGee last fight, which was a solid fight, but we both agreed that that's not the kind of opponent that's uh, going to give Canelo many problems, I don't think. So what do you think about that? What do you think about that coming May 4th, if it is Jaime uh, taking on Canelo? Well, here's the deal. that I like this fight because the only other option that they were talking about was Edgar Berlanga, oh, who, who, for his credits, <laughs> did have a very good win over the weekend here in Orlando. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give him credit for that because we talked about it on the show. We were like... He's running out of opportunities. He needs to have a big splash. And he knocked the guy out in the sixth round here at Crib Royale with a most five or um, box lab promotions, matchroom boxing, um, Eddie Hearn. So he did try his best to cement himself in that talk. And it was an exciting knockout. However, be money. This is no disrespect to Berlanga. This is weekend Trav keeping it as real and as to the point as possible. Edgar Berlanga is not on the level of Canelo Alvarez. He's not even on the level of David Benavidez. He's not on the level of Jaime Munguia. So with those two options, I'm actually very happy with Munguia because 
He's got youth on his side. He's got a big Mexican following as well. He's also promoted by Oscar De La Hoya, who's got a little bit of a beef with Canelo Alvarez. I think this fight sells better, in my opinion, than Edgar Berlanga. But also, the matchup-wise, I think it's a better matchup. Do I think is going to beat Canelo? No. But we've seen Canelo falter a little bit down the stretch here, and I'm not saying that Munguia is like Bival by no means, but Styles make fights. Munguia has a lot of... um, He's got a lot of age on his side. He He's a warrior. He can take a punch, which also would be a disadvantage for him at the same time as an advantage because Canelo can punch. But long story short, I am okay with Jaime Munguia versus Canelo Alvarez for May. Now, if we fast forward to September for Canelo, I wouldn't be happy unless it's one other person. Which would be? Benavides. David Benavides. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. Is there somebody? Is I there know. a can? Is there a candidate we're not seeing? Is there somebody coming out of left field to potentially take on Canelo here in May? Is there someone we're not expecting? You know what? Not in the super middleweight division because that's the one sixty eight pound division. I don't think there's anybody that. I think at this point, um, Canelo and them have to name somebody that's been talked about. Because I think that's on the radar now. I think that's on the on uh, the reporters are reporting all this. If they throw somebody out of left field that nobody's really heard of, and nobody's really talked about, it's not going to be good because they've waited this long. They've been through all of this. They rumored the Charlos. They rumored uh, Mingia. They rumored Berlanga. They rumored all these guys. I mean, David Morrell Jr. is also out there, but he really hasn't been in the talks. But he would be another guy that if he got that fight, that's a big fight. So I don't think we're going to see. I don't. I don't think. But be money. What do we know about boxing is I, I don't I don't believe anything until they step foot in the ring the night of the fight. So right now I'm gonna settle on Munguia. I called Munguia earlier this year. Uh, I thought it was the best possible fight in my opinion for May, with the exception of David Benavidez in September. But I think Munguia was a solid fight from the get go. I hope it gets made. It's rumored, but we know how that goes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So um, interesting here, uh, and not saying this is what's going to happen in the next fight or even two fights, but Canelo Alvarez being technically the free agent, technically broken away from PBC, and uh, rumored to be linking back up with Matchroom. There's also a potential other free agent, it sounds like, <clears throat> in the in the big-time ranks, one Terrence yep. Crawford. And I know those two names have been thrown in the same uh, conversation before. Uh, a lot would have to come into play with weight and things like that to get those two potentially to go toe to toe. But wouldn't that be interesting weekend, Trav? Two now free agents, uh, both calling the shots. Talk about a real money fight. Talk about big time, record breaking money fight. I would think if those two, maybe in a year or so, all of a sudden we're talking May 2025, that being the super fight. Of super yeah. fights. Well, you, you you brought up a good point and you just made me think. Um, it's not really something coming out of left field because it has been rumored that Canelo and Crawford were rumored to fight. Nobody ever confirmed it, confirmed it, but Crawford called Canelo. Crawford wants to fight. So I'm going to tell you, uh, if there is something crazy that comes out of left field, I'm going to tell you right now that it's going to be Crawford. Mm, Crawford versus Canelo. So if that happens in May, that would be insane because that's insane. 
It is, but I don't think it will. But if that's my dark horse that comes out of nowhere, Big if time. this, yeah. if the Magia doesn't happen, I don't think it's anybody else except Crawford. Mm. I think it would go in this order more than likely Magia. And then if that doesn't really shake out more than likely Eddie Hearn feels like he has to throw Berlanga to the wolves a bit and just be done or at least get something accomplished there by his big time signing last year of Berlanga. Uh, but if they can make Crawford happen, man, could you imagine that? That, and then I think what a couple of weeks later is the big heavyweight clash. If that actually happens between Usyk and uh, Fury, I mean, yeah, that's, May that's May. I mean, that's all of May. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What that's that, insane, that could possibly be right? So interesting stuff. But that is breaking today. Uh, this, which is it's today's Monday uh, on the twenty sixth of February. Canelo Alvarez and PBC part ways, and uh, it's rumored to be uh, his next opponent in May on May fourth in in um, in Las Vegas. Jaime Munguia. So we shall see uh, how that that plays out over the next handful of days and whether or not Canelo's camp actually confirms those rumored reports. Cause you know, they're the one thing they're good about is reject rejecting claims. We haven't heard them come out and say that's not happening yet. So that tells me as my, as an investigative journalist, that if they have not denied such claims that it's potentially in the works though, not finalized. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I'm not, not saying it's yeah, not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. So you're telling me <laughs> there's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. 30% of the time it works every time. Uh, weekend Trav, uh, we shall see, make it uh, end up being pretty solid here. Uh, but let's uh, let's uh, yeah. cha- let's change it up a bit. We got the breaking news. Everyone's talking about it. But let's change it up again to look backwards in the rear view mirror. We mentioned one Edgar Berlanga. Six-round knockout there here in Orlando, Florida at the Cree Royale. Uh, on the event with Matchroom as well as Box Lab. Uh, Box Lab. So <clears throat> the card itself overall, top to bottom, very good. Uh, everyone's pretty entertained. It was a good show here in Orlando. What about your thoughts there uh, on the rest of the show here in Orlando? Yeah, B-Money, somebody that we've talked about a little bit, Antonio Vargas. Mm-hmm. And the biggest knock on him is that he hasn't been stopping people once he hurts them. He got a knockout stoppage, B-Money. He did. He did. Congratulations to Antonio Vargas way to hurt the guy and then go in and finish him. That was phenomenal. And of course, Berlanga KO'd uh, McCrory, uh, pa- Pedro McCrory is his name. Uh, 18. He was 18 and 0 with nine yeah. KOs going into the fight. Yeah, no slouch. Yeah, no slouch at all. That's why, like I said, we said it on the podcast, we were being honest and I was like, his opportunities are shrinking and he needs a statement win. And in my opinion, this was the biggest possible statement he could have made with that opponent in front of him. He couldn't have done any better to try and get a bigger fight, try and get a Canelo fight, which it's not going to happen, I don't think. Uh, but he did the, he did everything he's supposed to do, okay, to get that fight. And he, and he finished the guy in pretty spectacular fashion. And, of course, Box Lab delivered again with a card from top to bottom. We had, we had my... Yeah, I was going to say a guy that you had as your, uh, you know, yeah. prospect. I don't know if we call him prospect of the year, but someone to, to pay attention to here in this year, 2024, Andy Cruz, uh, the, the Cuban sensation, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was fighting there as well. So he got put to the test a bit, Weekend Trav. You're your guy that you're, you're looking to. Uh, you know, to follow into this year. Uh, so he's now three and oh, looks like he moves at three and oh. So that's Andy Cruz. Talk to me about yep. that. 2020 Olympic gold medalist out of Cuba, if I'm right. Uh, he won the WBA Continental Latin American lightweight title, which is the 135 pound division. And in my opinion, since everybody is moving out of that division, 
this kid in about a year or so could probably contend for a world title, which is insane because he's three and Oh, so I mean, good for them for getting him on this card too. Um, Eddie Hearn really has been delivering pretty solid here in Orlando, at least with uh, the matchroom um, boxing and box lab and DAZN. All of those guys coming together has delivered some pretty good, higher, higher level profile fights. Yeah. And I think overall that card from top to bottom um, delivered. They, they did phenomenal job of promoting it. Berlanga delivered. When the main event can end in a knockout, it kind of wraps up the whole night, puts that bow on it, and it's like we did the job. And they they did a great job. Box Lab, um, Matchroom Boxing, Eddie Hearn, um, all of those guys there at Crib Royale, bringing boxing back to Central Florida, baby. Yeah, there you go. So uh, not too shabby a uh, weekend, Trav. Uh, you, listen, uh, sometimes we go through these episodes and and we're kind of looking back and we're kind of replaying almost like kind of re 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 break it down the fights that happened we just did that uh, but it's nice to have some breaking news here and, and things going forward i was also just reading uh just to try to change it up again we're going back to terrence crawford here uh my comments i was just reading here also posted it looks like there's been a possibility that wb wbo president uh I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he he had spoken with Terrence Crawford about possibly moving up to super welterweight for his next fight. And so yeah. it looks like he could use his status as WBO super champion to automatically become WBO mandatory against Tim Zhu. Yeah, yeah, Tim Zhu, yeah. There you go. Who's supposed to be going Keith Thurman, uh, I think, here yeah. coming up uh, at the end of the month so or end of March. Yeah. March 31st, uh, I believe. So interesting, the the coming back to what we were talking about, potentially moving up in weight, okay, uh, over time. Maybe maybe not in time for May, but if he continues to kind of progress up a little heavier, we're starting to get into Canelo Alvarez territory. That could be very exciting for boxing fans uh, everywhere. I mean, this is this is a historic run. If Terrence Crawford moves up again to 154, Tim Zhu is the champion. Yes. If Tim Zhu, actually, to be fair, whether Keith Thurman or Tim Zhu, whoever wins, the winner of that should fight Terrence Crawford. Okay, Crawford, yeah. you don't gotta go to 168, brother. So take take a little pit stop at 154. Mm-hmm. which is super welterweight or light middleweight, whichever one you want to say. And then you could even stop at middleweight, brother. And then you could go to super middleweight. And we could talk about what B-Money said. We could talk about a Cinco de Mayo clash next year, 2025, 2025 with Canelo Alvarez. However, that's saying that Canelo keeps winning all the way through there because if he bites off more than he can chew against a David Benavidez in September and he struggles or loses, if then that'll fights, derail everything. I don't know. I just... If he finds a Benavides, if he finds a Benavides, which Benavides, I mean, he's not, I mean, he's not exactly just all, all powerful. I mean, he's lost twice, correct? Or he was stripped, I think. Uh, correct. Yeah, Benavides is undefeated. I thought, I thought he had been stripped or something along those lines. He's undefeated, but he might have been stripped, but he's undefeated. Uh, he's, twice. He, I think he's what, wasn't one PEDs or something like that, too. I don't think so. Mm. Not David Benavidez. There, there's another mm. Ben. There's a Jose. There's another Benavidez, but they there's a couple brothers. So maybe it was the brothers. But I'm pretty sure, pretty sure, be money that it wasn't David Benavidez. Yeah, it looks he's like been, he's been solid so far. Okay. He's, David Benavidez now has been stripped of WBC super middleweight title twice. Once for a positive coke test, and once for missing weight by like three pounds. And this was back when was that? That wasn't super middleweight though, was it? 
This was a while ago. So 2020, he missed weight. And then another time was because of Coke. So, I mean. Was that, um, all, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, there's nothing else to say, but I was reading that uh, back about five or six days ago. I'm like, okay, well, listen, he's, he's not exactly perfect. Uh, was he, you know, but who is at this point? Exactly. Exactly. So he's, he's, he's for, for us trying to create this as a super matchup between Benavides and Canelo Alvarez. Okay. There are little holes in there too. Uh, that, that no one really wants that everyone's just glancing over on Benavides just because we, we see him through the lens of fighting Canelo. We don't so see. Go ahead. You're, you're right. I, so I never knew he was actually the world champion at one time. And he was, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, yeah he, cause he doesn't have. Yeah, because he doesn't have the titles anymore because Canelo has all four of those titles. However, Benavidez did at one time own the WBC super middleweight title. It was vacant. He won a vacant title, and then he rematched the guy, beat him again. Then he knocked out Jaleon Love with a second-round KO. Then he knocked out Anthony Durrell with a ninth-round KO. And then he went on to defend it again against Aguilar, and then I think that was the one that he might have got stripped after that because then his next two two fights were not for the title. So yeah, I think in 2020, you're right. I think he got stripped of the titles after that. So you're 100% correct. I actually did not realize that he was a world champion. So you were 100% correct on that. David Benavides has been stripped of that title because he did used to own it and he I think he defended it like four or five times. So yeah, that's great. That's in, crazy. In two, I didn't know in that. In 2018, I don't know if it was in the same weight class, but he also had some title back then too, and it was stripped because of a positive Coke test. So, yeah, it was the WBC title. He won. <laughs> he won it. He he won it. Got it stripped, and then two fights later, fought for it and won it back again. It's just interesting. I don't know. We can try. It's a. It's one of these where. You know, the internet has created this story that the Canelo has to fight Benavidez to prove yeah. something. And in reality, okay, well, let's look at the other guy too. Yes, very, very high quality and, and former champion, but man, there's also holes there too. And don't yeah. make it seem like it's an all or nothing, like he has to fight him. Um, exactly you know, right. Will he? I don't know. I don't know. Isn't Benavidez still a PBC guy too? Isn't he, isn't he over with them? He, he is, as long as that contract lasts. You know, until they dissolve, I guess. <laughs> well, and so and th- this is what I want to address as well. I'm tired of seeing somebody even commented our Instagram account. You know, follow us at Wayne and Travis Hartman. We update a lot of stuff on the Instagram account. I updated that the rumor was Canelo is supposed to be fighting um, Jaime Magia, mm-hmm. and somebody calls him Canelo the Ducker or something like that. Guys, you could say what you want about Canelo, but I think of all guys right now in the sport, he hasn't ducked anybody. He's fought everybody, and you made a good point. What's the big deal about David Benavidez? Because he's got a little bit of a checkered past, a little bit of a checkered being 100% missing weight, getting uh, drug violations. So let's just keep it real. Canelo has been solid since he was 16 years old, and now he's into his 30s. And the guy has fought everybody, literally Hall of Famers, the greats, everybody. This guy has not ducked him. In fact, he went all the way up to light heavyweight twice and fought those guys. So like, don't tell me that Canelo is ducking David Benavidez. Do I want to see that fight? Yes. But shut up. He's not ducking David Benavidez. Leave that crap at the door. Canelo is a fighter. This guy is not afraid of anybody. And as a pro boxer, I can tell you that right now. We are not afraid to step in the room with anybody. 
period. I got beat by Terrence Crawford. I wasn't afraid to step in the ring with him. Although if you ask me to do it again, I might have second thoughts, but I still wasn't afraid to step in the ring. Canelo Alvarez is not afraid of David Benavidez, so stop saying it. That is this uh, the media running with it. Good promotion by David Benavidez to get a Canelo fight, but don't let me hear somebody tell it to my face that, that Canelo Alvarez is ducking anybody. Not it's yet. It's, it's like too Bene early. Benavidez's camp is trying to will it into existence. Uh, exactly. That whole, whole $55 million rumor started there too, by the way. His manager posted something either on X or somewhere and promptly had to remove it because it ended up being, of course, lies, lies. Maury, Porvi Maury Povich saying 100%, not the father, not the daddy. That was not <laughs> true. Um, so I guess time will tell. We can try where we are, what we're watching on May 4th. Um, it could be one of four names at this point. Now we're throwing out uh, <laughs> Terrence Crawford in the mix, who you never know. Uh, so we shall see Canelo Alvarez. One thing is for certain in the boxing world, no matter what, Canelo Alvarez is in the driver's seat. He can do whatever he wants, do whatever he wants. And, and for, but it's for money. And, you know, he can, he could sit back and say, eh, I'll, I'll fight that taxi cab driver. I don't care. You guys are still going to pay and watch it. And I'm still going to make 30 plus million dollars. When your minimum is $35 million, Wild, that's your minimum. Like, good for him. I love seeing fighters get paid. And honestly, I like Canelo, man. I just, I like his attitude. I like his his whole demeanor. I like his work ethic. I like him. Like, I've been a big fan of the guy for the last three or four years. I didn't used to. When he fought Mayweather, I wasn't a fan of him. After I started watching him post Mayweather, he impressed the hell out of me. And I respect him. And I have become a fan of him as well. I can be, I can still be unbiased, but I've become a fan of him. And I, and I, I like what he represents. No boxing, no life. The guy lives in the gym. The guy takes it serious. I love it. Fights everybody. Go on that guy's resume. Please look at Canelo Alvarez's resume and tell me that he's ducking people. Get out of here. Stupid. You know how it is. Keyboard warriors. Uh, that's how it works uh, on the socials. Anyways, we can travel. Let me give you this. Uh, throw it back to you on episode 148. Final thoughts. Hey, it's fun to break some breaking news. I know that. It's mm. been, I, I've been thinking about today's podcast and I just, it, it makes me excited to jump on here and get to talk about some serious boxing. And like you said, the month of May is going to be pretty freaking awesome, especially if Usyk and Fury happens, especially if Canelo, whoever he fights, to be honest, because even if he does fight a Berlanga or somebody like that, you're probably going to see a highlight reel knockout. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that's going to be that's going to be fun. So boxing is hitting on all cylinders, even though PBC seems to be falling off, um, but they are delivering a good fight. Tim Zhu versus Keith Thurman, I think, is going to be a good fight. Um, I Tank Davis is also fighting Frank Martin, not on that card. Um, but that fight got signed as well. Ryan Garcia is fighting Devin Haney. Awesome. These guys are fighting now. Be Rolly Romero about and Pitbull. Rolly Romero and Pitbull Cruz. I think Isaac is on, Cruz. Yeah, yeah, I think is on the uh, Thurman card. Correct, March thirty. Yeah, I, I I believe so. So like, dude, box, and that's in March, March thirty first. So, boxy's picking back up again. Yeah. We're seeing some awesome fights. I think my goal. So I said last year was 2023. It was the Jordan years, one of the greatest years we've seen in a long time. I think it delivered, my opinion. So for 2024, what I want to see is I want to see 
one of these high level fights right here in Orlando, Florida. That's what I want to see. By the end of 2024, I want to see one of these top guys, one of these world champions, um, come right here to Orlando and fight. That's what I'm going to see. And I, you know what? I want to see it at Crib Royale because I like the Box Lab guys. The Box Lab guys have been delivering. Amari and Eric, they've been delivering. So I want them to be a part of it because they're a big part of why boxing has come full circle and came back and it's here in Central Florida. So I want to see my prediction or my hope is I want to see a big high level world title, legitimate world title fight against some of these guys we've talked about on the show. I want to see it happen right here in Orlando, Florida. Hmm. Well, we shall see, I guess. Um, those are high hopes for 2024 as we're already deep into February and uh, only 10 months to go. So we shall see maybe 2025. I don't know. I'd like to hedge myself a little bit. Um, <clears throat> all right. We can try. Well, uh, appreciate your final thoughts there. Listen, this is episode 148 of Wayne and Travis Hartman. This is the podcast. We have other things we do. We do interviews. We do, you know, short reels, whatever. We are on Instagram. Uh, I think tra- we can Travis on the, the, the TikTok thing. We uh, are Wayne and Travis Hartman TikTok. So if you have yet to subscribe or follow our content, please do. You can uh, hit, just hit the thumb up. Well, not just the thumb up to download. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the thumb up. Hit the bell icon to be notified anytime we drop new content. We appreciate the support. Comment below. Uh, obviously, there's a big news with Cal Alvarez, PBC, and the potential rumored uh, next opponent being maybe Jaime McGee. It seems like that's going to be the case. We shall see. Uh, so comment below. Who do you think it should be? Who do you think? is? Uh, I'm sure anyone that actually comments, everyone's going to be going, ah, Benavidez, blah, blah, blah. Is ducking, blah blah blah. That's fine. Comment below. Tell us. Tell us where we're wrong. Um, well, we can travel. That's it. One forty-eight in the books. What do you think about that? We flex it on them haters. All right then. Well, that's it. That over there is the talent. We can travel. That there is B Money, aka producer, aka the man, the myth, the legend, and your beard looks nice. Why? Thank you. God bless. And that's that. <laughs>